0: you very much and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and we are here on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. Today we're going to be focusing on a particular soloist, piano player, band leader, composer, what have you. Uh, I'm titling this program, The Lady Who Swings the Band, because that's one of the tunes that she wrote for the Andy Kirk Orchestra. We're not going to be hearing any of her recordings with that band, but we are going to be hearing uh, many of the recordings that were released under Mary Lou Williams' name in uh, the 1940s, primarily. We started out with two recordings that were done under her direction, but were Released as by Six Men and a Girl, that was the name of the band. They were done for Varsity Records on January 26th of 1940. And uh, in this band, we heard a sort of subset of the Andy Kirk Band. Andy Kirk was one of the most famous bands out of Kansas City after Count Basie and uh, earlier Benny Moten. Uh, Andy Kirk's band had uh, been touring the Southwest since the late 1920s. They started making recordings in 1929 with Mary Lou Williams who also was their chief arranger and uh, I did a podcast on that band some time ago. If you'd like to hear some of my podcasts, you can check out The Jazz Focus on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. So in this band, at the time, we had Earl Thompson on trumpet, Earl Buddy Miller on clarinet and alto saxophone, Dick Wilson on tenor sax, Mary Lou Williams on piano, Floyd Smith on electric guitar, he was an early jazz proponent of the electric guitar, even predating Charlie Christian a bit, Booker Collins on bass, and Ben Thigpen on drums. And we heard Mary Lou Williams blues followed by T for two. And these both, of course, featured a great deal of Mary Lou Williams, as well as uh, her arrangements too, and Mary Lou uh, Williams. Williams Blues was her own composition. We're going to finish up the program with the other two tunes from that session. Uh, Mary Williams also did a couple of titles for Decca around the same time, a little bit later in 1940, November 18th, and we heard those on a podcast called Kansas City Jazz, and they were dedicated, or that podcast was dedicated to the series of recordings that were put out as uh, sort of a history of jazz in Kansas City. It was produced by Dave Dexter for Decca Records in 1940, and Mary Lou Williams was responsible for two of those sides, Baby Deer and Harmony Blues, so go take a listen to those. So a little about Mary Lou Williams. She was uh, born Mary Elfrida Scruggs in Atlanta, Georgia on May 8, 1910. And uh, she started actually supporting her family as a piano player by the time she was 10 or 11 years old. She was a very uh, quick learner, kind of a prodigy. She learned a lot of popular music. She could play ragtime as well as blues and these early forms of jazz. And as I said, she uh, was playing with uh, the Andy Kirk Band by about 1928. That was uh, after she married uh, John Williams, who was a saxophone player in the Southwest. They played a lot of vaudeville dates together, and they played with Terrence T. Holder as Big Band, which uh, was the new for the Andy Kirk Band a little bit later. And she was not their regular pianist. Uh, she was just sort of there because John Williams played along with them and she would uh, uh, do rehearsals and so forth. Uh, it came to pass that on their audition date for their first recording, the regular piano player did not show up, so Mary Lou Williams sat in and the director of the recording company liked her so much she insisted that she be part of the recordings coming up and around that same time uh, she started writing for the band. She had not had a musical education but Andy Kirk had so between the two of them they created a whole little library for the Andy Kirk band which was very uh, forward looking for the time and you can as I said hear those on that podcast I did a while back. She also uh, became known as a first-rate jazz pianist. She was one of the few female jazz stars to play with a an all-male jazz band and also uh, one of the few female instrumentalists to be regarded uh, as uh, in competition with male instrumentalists at the time. Uh, Fats Waller thought very highly of her, James P. Johnson. By the time we get into the 1940s, some of the younger jazz musicians who were looking ahead to bebop started uh, clustering around her to listen to some of her innovations as a piano player and a composer and also to uh, learn from her. She was a very fine teacher. So we're going to go on now and hear uh, some dates that she did in the 1940s. Some of these are not particularly well recorded, but there's some excellent music on there. We're going to hear uh, a number of sides that were recorded for the Ash label, A-S-C-H. Mo Ash, Moses Ash was the director of that label. He was kind of a a left-wing figure in New York City. He was very into the folk and um, protest movement of the day, but he also loved jazz, and there are Quite a few fine jazz recordings that were made during the middle 1940s for Ash Records. They were not well recorded, but uh, as I said, they had some first-rate playing on them. So we're going to start our next set with Mary Lou Williams and Her Chosen Five, playing two songs, Lullaby of the Leaves and Roll'em. Roll'em, of course, was the blues song that she had arranged for Benny Goodman uh, that became quite a hit for him. These were done on March 12th of 1944, and Her Chosen Five, Six people in the band altogether were Frankie Newton on trumpet, Vic Dickinson on trombone, Edmund Hall on clarinet, Mary Lou Williams on piano, Al Lucas on bass, and Jack Parker on drums. That's Lullaby of the Leaves and Roll It. And then from the same date, we're going to hear another Mary Lou Williams' chosen five, which only included three people, Edmund Hall, Mary Lou Williams, and Al Lucas. And that's a tune... Uh, or they are going to be doing a tune called Yesterday's Kisses, which was also by Mary Lou Williams. This is an interesting tune that shows off Ed Hall uh, in a very unusual light, playing almost straight. uh, There are not many of his usual growls and swoops and some of the things that uh, sort of alert us to his playing, but there are just enough that we can be fairly sure that this is Edmund Hall, if you listen to the very end of the recording. Following that, we're going to hear a uh, kind of a jam session recording from 1944, November 24th of 1944, that was released on V Disc for the Armed Services. This is the John Millie Jam Session. John Milley, G J O N M I L I, was a noted photographer of the time who was a big jazz fan and who uh, was responsible for filming the uh, short subject uh, film Jam and the Blues, which was a very artistic film that featured jazz players like Lester. Young and Harry Edison and so forth. And this is a tribute to him, the John Millie Jam Session. This features Charlie Shavers on trumpet, Trummy Young on trombone, Mary Lou Williams on piano, Remo palmieri on guitar, Al Hall on bass, and Spex Powell on drums. Then we're going to finish up with Mary Lou Williams and her orchestra, another Ash recording from June 5th of 1944. This is called Man O Mine, and this is a co-composition by Mary Lou Williams and the tenor sax player Don Bias. Also featuring Dick Vance on trumpet, Vic Dickinson on trombone, Claude Green on clarinet, Mary Lou Williams on piano, Don Bias on tenor sax, Al Lucas on bass, and Jack Parker on drum. So we get the sense that there was sort of a a little orbit of musicians around uh, Mary Lou Williams, especially in the rhythm section. So those are our five tunes for this set. Lullaby of the Leaves, Roll'em, Yesterday's Kisses, jean Millie Jam Session, and Man a Mine. i um. A nice little cross-section of what mary lou williams was doing in the 1940s she actually left the andy kirk band about 1942 thereabouts uh and uh, started freelancing uh, with her own groups and doing recordings but she also became uh, an associate of Duke Ellington, initially anyway, because she was married to one of his trumpet players, Harold Shorty Baker, and was touring with the orchestra, and she started supplying some arrangements. uh, The really fantastic flag waver of an arrangement that Ellington did uh, of Blue Skies, which was called Trumpet No End, or Trumpets No End, I should say, was a Mary Lou Williams arrangement, and she did some other ones as well. She was very, very Uh, effective and uh, advanced arranger of the time, as we heard in some of the charts that uh, we just heard uh, recorded in this last set. We started out with Lullaby of the Leaves, some very interesting harmonic motion in there, an interesting use of the horns. Three horns up front, Frankie Newton on trumpet, Vic Dickinson on trombone, and Edmund Hall on clarinet, all three very well-traveled, well-seasoned African-American swing era musicians. Edmund Hall, of course, was from New Orleans, although he really transcended any idea of New Orleans. Clarinet playing with uh, in his career, Mary Lou Williams on piano, Al Lucas on bass, and Jack Parker on drums. Jack was known as Jack the Bear Parker, and that was Mary Lou Williams and her chosen five. And they followed that up with Rollum. This was from March 12th of 1944, and Rollum was a good sort of. Take on Boogie Woogie, Mary Lou Williams' uh, recasting of Boogie Woogie phrases, and she did that several times in her career, but this was probably one of her better known tunes because of that Benny Goodman recording that had come about three or four years earlier. Then we heard the smaller group, Uh, the chosen five, in this case, was only three, Edmund Hall on clarinet, Mary Lou Williams and Al Lucas on bass from the same date, Uh, also for Ash Records, although this one was unreleased. It was called Yesterday's Kisses. It wasn't released until many years later. A very interesting little ballad that uh, Mary Lou Williams composed and very clearly had written out completely. As I said, Edmund Hall was a a fine clarinet player and could play uh, straights when he wanted to, uh, as he did here, although towards the end there are a couple of little swoops that Uh, really are only uh, from Edmund Hall. They uh, sound like they had to have been from his clarinet. Uh, Not much improv on that, just a a very uh, interesting and subdued but uh, musically compelling ballad performance, Yesterday's Kisses. Then we went to the John Milley Jam Session, featuring Mary Lou Williams on piano, but with Charlie Shavers on trumpet, doing some very electric trumpet playing, and answered by Trummy Young on trombone. Trummy Young, at the time, was uh, dipping his toe, or his slide, I should say, into the bebop era and was recording with a number of the early bebop players. And you can hear some of those on a podcast I did on Dizzy Gillespie's early uh, leader recordings. He hired Trummy Young on one date, and can be heard uh, again on that podcast. Charlie Shavers, of course, had been well known for his association with the John Kirby sextet. And after he got out of the army, uh, after World War II, he went back to that sextet, but he started doing much more studio work. He was an outstanding musician, and as you can tell from that solo, an outstanding technician as well. And also in the rhythm section for that performance, Remo Palmieri on guitar, Al Hall on bass, and Gordon Spex Powell on drums. Then we finished up with Man of Mine, that uh, kind of uh, somewhat ballady performance that was co-composed by Mary Lou Williams and Don Bias with uh, suitably a very fine tenor sax solo by Don Bias in there. We also heard some Vic Dickinson on trombone. Uh, Dick Vance on trumpet. He wasn't really known as a jazz soloist. He was a section player played in a lot of uh, big bands including Ellington's at the time Uh, but he could take effective solos as we hear here and we will in the next couple of tunes as well. And Claude Green on clarinet. And I don't know anything about Claude Green. He was sounding more like a a legit player Um, and clearly a lot of his parts were written out by Mary Lou Williams. Again, exercising that arranging ability. And again, the rhythm section. Mary Lou Williams, Al Lucas, and Jack the Bear Parker. There are a number of trio recordings by those three, and we're going to be exploring those as well as some of Mary Lou Williams' early solo performances on another podcast coming up. So we're going to move on, not too far chronologically, but uh, stylistically a little bit different, I guess. Uh, There's a ballad performance in two parts, These were recorded on June 5th of 1944 at the same session as Man of Mine with that same personnel that I just uh, mentioned. And the tune is Stardust, uh, which even then was uh, considered a classic jazz standard, uh, usually used for ballad performances. And uh, as I said, this was a a two-part recording. So these recordings for Ash and for other people at the time only had about three minutes on each side of the record. So this one goes on about six minutes. And we're going to hear a lot of excellent on Bias, as well as Mary Lou Williams on here. Mary Lou Williams was really a, an outstanding piano player, and she's never been given her due for that, uh, and her influence on the next generation of jazz musicians in the bebop period uh, become apparent when you listen to some of these recordings. Thelonious Monk and Bud Powell especially uh, were, were very much indebted to uh, uh, Mary Lou Williams' kindnesses as a teacher and as a friend as well. Then after those two recordings, or that one two-sided recording, we're going to go to a trio date that Mary Lou Williams did, a little unusual. Mary Lou Williams on piano, Al Hall on bass, and Bill Coleman on trumpet. Bill Coleman was a a wonderful swing trumpet player who's appeared on my podcast any number of times. He spent much of the 1930s, the last half of the 30s anyway, in Europe. He made a lot of recordings in France with Django Reinhardt and uh, many of the European jazz stars, but he came back uh, just as the war clouds were gathering. started playing with um, Benny Carter's band and a number of other ones as well and he was freelancing in the mid-40s on uh, 52nd Street and here he is featured in this trio and this trio even though only three pieces you can hear some really uh, interesting arranging touches by Mary Lou Williams she wrote out some lines for the piano and the trumpet and uh, obviously this was a rehearsed group I don't know if they played uh, regularly outside of the recording studio but it certainly sounds like they did. So we're going to hear three of the six tunes that they recorded that day. We're going to hear Russian Lullaby, which features a vocal by all three of them. Uh, Night and Day, which is really an outstanding feature for Mary Lou Williams' writing, and you'll hear what I mean on that one. And then You Know Baby, which is a bluesy performance, kind of an off-kilter blues, I'd have to say, which features a uh, vocal by uh, uh, Bill Coleman. And this is another Mary Lou Williams composition as well. So those are our five tunes for this set. Stardust 1 and 2, Russian Lullaby, Night and Day, and You Know Baby. Interesting and unusual chamber jazz performances there. We finished up with those three numbers by the Mary Lou Williams Trio, featuring Bill Coleman on trumpet and vocals. Mary Lou Williams on piano, composition and arrangement, presumably, and Al Hall on bass. The last tune was You Know Baby. It really wasn't a blues. It had a lot of bluesy feeling to it. Very unusually constructed tune there, melodically speaking, anyway. Before that, we heard Night and Day, a very complex and uh, intricate arrangement with great playing by all three players there. And we started out that uh, little bit with Russian Lullaby, the Irving Berlin tune, which featured a kind of a... A vocal, well, a desultory vocal by the trio, I guess. A lot of different sounds coming out of three pieces there. That had to have been a group that worked together on a regular basis. Very interesting music. And that was recorded, as I said, for Ash Records in August, August 10th of 1944. Before that, we heard the two uh, sides of Stardust, Part 1 and 2, Mary Williams her orchestra done on June 5th of 1944 for Ash. Uh, mainly featuring Mary Lou Williams on piano and Don Bias on tenor, but we heard some very good trumpet playing, melodically, uh, a melodic statement by Dick Vance, some Vic Dickinson on trombone, Claude Green on clarinet, Al Lucas on bass, and Jack Parker on drums, and some nice arranging touches in there as well, some very uh, interesting and harmonically uh, complicated background figures that Mary Lou Williams composed. So I hope you've enjoyed this program. This is uh, The Lady That Swings the Band, uh, some band recordings all featuring Mary Lou Williams as a player and as a composer and as an arranger as well. So uh, some interesting parts to her, uh, her her musical abilities here on display from 1940 to 1944. We have two more tunes to do, but before we do that, I'll tell you you are listening to WETF, The Jazz Station, South Bend, Indiana. The Jazz Focus is where you are right now, and my name is John Clark, and uh, as I said, we're going to follow this up at some point with either a show or a podcast of Mary Lou Williams' solo and trio performances from the 1930s and 40s. They're all well worth hearing, as, as you can imagine. So for our last two tunes we're going to go back to our first set and uh, the first two tunes we heard were by Six Men and a Girl and these next two tunes will finish out that date from January 26th of 1940 a little reminder it's the subset of the Andy Kirk band Earl Thompson on trumpet Earl Buddy Miller on clarinet and alto Dick Wilson on tenor and Dick Wilson is someone to listen to as well he never got his due he died about a year later of tuberculosis before he could really take off but he was considered to be uh, one of the top tenor players at the time Mary Williams on piano, Floyd Smith on electric guitar, a very early electric guitar player in the jazz idiom, Booker Collins on bass, and Ben Thigman on drums. And we're going to hear, as I said, the last two tunes. We're going to hear Scratchin' of the Gravel, a Mary Lou Williams tune, followed by her arrangement of a Fats Waller tune called Zonky. So thank you again, and hope to see you again next week. <laughs>